Hello everyone, and welcome to 5 Star Reviews, where once a week we pretend to be film critics for your entertainment. We are your hosts Paris and Carla. As always, our episodes contain spoilers. Proceed with caution. Okay, so we are starting with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind for our first episode. Also, can we just can we just give a, a round of applause for it being our first episode? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> ah. Ah. Exactly. That's, that's you can tell we're so excited. <laughs> okay. So, um, as the intro says, we're gonna be giving Hecka spoilers. So, um, you know, I don't know why you're listening to this. If you haven't seen the movie, you should probably go see the movie. No, yeah, please, please watch the movie before listening to this. But if you or you know, have, some people just like spoilers. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. People are weird. You're weird. Those maniacs. You're I don't know. <laughs> You're weird. You're a weirdo. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give a quick synopsis, like, recap. Just for just for people, you know, who haven't seen the movie in a while or something like that. Um, Bear with me. It's, like, a little bit long. I'm going to read it super fucking fast. Don't even worry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Joel Barish is an emotionally withdrawn man. And Clementine Krasinski, I think that's how you say her name. They say it so many fucking times <laughs> in the movie, and I still don't know is his girlfriend who is a dysfunctional free spirit they are inexplicable i don't know how to say that word <laughs> they are inexplicable how do you say oh my god paris <laughs> they are inexplicably attracted to each other despite their different personalities they do not realize it at the time but they are former lovers now separated after 2 years together after a nasty fight, Clementine has had her memories of their relationship erased from her mind, and upon learning this, Joel is devastated and goes to the same doctor to have the same procedure done. However, while unconscious, Joel has second thoughts and decides he wants to keep his memories of Clementine. And that's basically the gist of the movie, right? Yeah, basically you told the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. So, right off the bat. Okay. I've seen this movie before. However, Carla, mm-hmm. you haven't. Well, I've recently have. Yes, um, Paris has been hounding me about this movie for like a year now. It's been on my letterbox watch list for probably the same amount of time. And I finally got to watch it and all it was because this podcast. Because we were like, this is going to be the first episode. It has to be this movie. Hell yeah. And yeah, I watched it on Amazon Prime for whoever wants to know. Um... Uh, yeah, I think... <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty accessible. You don't have to pirate it or anything. Yeah. And <laughs> um, it was it was so good. It was so good. I do, I, it was definitely not what I was expecting. Uh. I was definitely expecting um, a lot of heartache. I was thinking it was going to be a sad movie, like, from the get-go. But it obviously wasn't, at least not in my opinion. Mm. Um, it started out very heartfelt and... You didn't really know where it was heading <laughs> from yeah, the beginning. You, though. you, really, you really didn't know that it was going to take that turn. And I was so glad I didn't like know anything about the movie before going into it. Like, I went into it blind. I am not kidding. <laughs> and um, So, yeah, I think that made it more enjoyable. I think I'm going to start doing that with every movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but, yeah. I wrote, did you, like, write any notes down while you were watching it? 
Yes. Yes. I wrote notes about, like, stuff that I noticed from the movie. Mm. I wrote w- one quote that I didn't even think I was going to write a quote because, like, damn, I mean, it's not that it's not that deep. But it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> was it? This was towards the end of the movie when Clementine and, uh... I forgot. Joel. Joel. <laughs> and Joel. Yes, they're in the beach house and <laughs> my parents, I'm so sorry, kids would just sneeze. He's just sneezing in a box right in front of me. I can't do anything. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're back. Yes. Um, yes, as I was saying, the quote that I got, it w- I, di- I wasn't even expecting it. It was, like, so sudden. Mm-hmm. It, like, hit me. Um, they were in the beach house, and at one point, like, uh, Clementine is asking him, like, oh, why didn't you just leave when you saw me at the beach? Why didn't you just turn around instead of, um, talking to me? And, uh, <laughs> like, at one point he said, like, oh, oh my god, I can't, <laughs> I can't fucking speak. Um, he was like, oh, I, oh my god. Why can't I? Okay. You I'm didn't sorry, write Paris. it down? <laughs> I wrote down, like, the exact quote, but I'm trying to remember what was leading up to it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about, though. He was like, he was like, I should have done, like, a lot of things that night or something like that. Oh, okay. I remember now. They were in the beach house, and she said, um... She said, just go, and then he he was, like, about to go, and he turns around, and he says, you said go with such disdain, you know? And, like, I just wrote down that, because that was, like, (laughs) that kind of, like, shook me, that moment. Wow, that's so interesting that that, like, hits you. (laughs) Yeah, just, like, the fact that she said, she just said okay, just go, and then he was about to leave, and he turns around, and he goes, you said so go with just so much disdain, you know? Yeah. And then he just st- stands there staring at her. I was like, what the hell? This is... Oh. I'm so glad you liked it, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And there was um, there was also this other thing that... <laughs> Can we fucking talk about Mary and Howard? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Bro. Dude. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Sometimes there are movies with B-plots that just suck ass. But the B-plot in this that movie? One. God. God. Okay, so um, for those who've like, who like maybe saw the movie a long time ago, um, Mary, she works at the place where... Um, where Clementine got her memory erased, and Howard, he is the doctor who did the procedure. And so they're both in the room when Joel is getting his memory erased because there were, like, some issues with the technology and stuff, which was obviously Joel trying to, like, stop them from erasing his memory. And 
<laughs> and so Mary is like flirting with Howard in the room and she kisses him. And then in that moment, they have this huge fight because How Howard's wife finds them and all this stuff. And boom, Howard's wife drops the fucking bomb. She's like, you can have him. You already have. Yeah. Like before. And I was like, oh, <laughs> what do you mean? And this is how we find out that Howard erased Mary's mind. Like mm -hmm. his, her her memory of him of them having an affair basically yeah while howard was married and so the thing about that is not exactly that they um they didn't do any invasion of privacy exactly because mary consented to the procedure yeah but it just it just goes to show how how deep the procedure is that she didn't even remember like ever flirting with him she just remembers working for him that's yeah. all she remembers and like it's even a shock to her that they were ever a thing <laughs> mm -hmm. it's the fact so. that like she could have that procedure and still be able to work with him like her memory wasn't exactly. like didn't get fucked up enough that like exactly a part of her life was missing or something like that it's crazy yeah it's not like they erased like how dr howard entirely as a person from her mind they just yeah. really like specifically erased them having an affair that yeah. was crazy <laughs> that was crazy it's insane oh my god and then yes. of course the ending due to like mary finding out yes yeah oh my god that was crazy the, but we're kind of we're kind of missing a lot of parts we're jumping to we the are, end we are we are too quickly we're gonna, we're gonna quickly. go back to the beginning <laughs> and then yes. go from there um yeah um let's talk about the characters how they are mm -hmm. individually because joel um joel is seen in the beginning as kind of like an awkward character kind of depressing mm -hmm. really because he even starts out, um, it's not, I don't think it's the first line, but it's one of the first, in, like, the first five minutes, he goes, um, why do I fall in love with every girl who yeah. even looks at me? I was like, I'm relatable, okay, but, relatable. <laughs> but, like, you didn't have to say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's really, he's really, um, mellow, he's really kind of depressing, but sort of, uh, um, He's just a boring guy. <laughs> really. He's just a dude. Before he meets, Cle he just before he meets Clementine, he's really just a boring guy. Yeah. And then Clementine's um, the complete opposite of him. Exactly. Yeah. Opposites attract. Apparently, do you think opposites apparently. attract? <laughs> um, I don't exactly agree, but <laughs> to some degree, I think. <laughs> to some degree, they weren't entirely opposites. I think uh -huh. because Joel did understand her humor. Yeah. in some ways um they were opposites in the sense that like she was kind of all over the place she was she was she was low-key low-key kind of cray but that was also her um that was her charm that was yeah. really the reason she like um that's how she charmed people her self-destructiveness <laughs> no really yeah i mean but oh gee how quirky of her <laughs> how quirky of her how quirky of her yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. They they did like pair well together though. Yeah, I would say that their relationship was slightly complicated, but 
they matched well in the sense that like Clementine was always trying to um I would say she's always tried to start problems just because oh, 100%. she was so self-destructive. Yeah. Um and she wanted to find happiness with Joel, but she also kind of like um <laughs> like uh like she thought he was boring and mm. she didn't exactly like him as a person. She really liked his company though. Yeah. And he was um and and like the way he acted with her. That's what she liked in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm doing a lot of talking. Uh, <laughs> I when I want it, it's, I guess it's because I've already seen it. I want to know mm-hmm. when it hit you that the beginning was technically the ending. Mm, there was a part in like one of his memories. Um, man, let me think. Cause, oh my god uh and also was actually, your mind blown <laughs> my mind was entirely blown yes but the part okay let's go back a little mm-hmm. um what kind of makes you uh understand the timeline in the movie because they do so many time jumps is really clementine's hair her yeah. hair color tells you whenever it's like a recent memory an old memory or not what's so So, funny is that's like one of the first fun facts on imdb (laughs) oh is it (laughs) um but yeah her hair color really tells you a lot um Mm -hmm. i think like the latest color um i think i guess like when they're still when they still know each other before her procedure is like red i think so and uh, yeah or, or is red after the procedure when she's dating the other guy? <laughs> no, when she's dating the other guy, it's blue. Because that's when he meets her again. <gasps> yes! See, that's where the fucking time... The fucking time thing is so crazy! Mm-hmm. That's how... That's how you fucking find out that... Um, that, like, that it was all repeated with the fucking hair color. Yeah. Because blue was in the very beginning when they first get together. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... It was like, it was red when when he goes to the to the store where she works to the Barnes and Noble, and he's about to give her the Valentine's yeah. gift or whatever, and then she like doesn't remember him, kisses the other guy, like her hair is red. <laughs> no, her hair is blue. There, her hair is blue. Yeah. When is it red? It's like what? It's only it's only red in Joel's memories. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You my right <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's only red in oh Joel's god. memories. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, the the Just... biggest hint. I mean, the biggest hint is her hair, but mm-hmm. um there's also well, there's also the fact that like like the the when they meet at the beach house or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I yeah. watched it, and he, he's talking about how they met, and I was like, hold the fucking phone, wait a minute, what mm-hmm. do you mean how they yeah. met, what do you mean at the beach? <laughs> exactly, because, yeah, it's a whole thing, like, really, when you notice that yeah. they, that it's repeated and stuff, it's because they say a complete different way that they met than in the beginning, yeah. they say that they, 
they met with like when they were out with some friends they were having like a bonfire thing at the beach but in the beginning of the movie you clearly see that he's alone at the beach and they don't mm-hmm. they just see each other and stuff yeah you know? He's alone at the beach. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, it kind of like throws you off. And then there's mm-hmm. like the very beginning when he's like writing in his journal and he finds out that there's two yes. years worth of pages missing. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and when it all connected, when, when with the car, like the car being scratched and stuff in the beginning and then it also, yeah. like you find out that it was her yeah. who did it. I know, Oh right? my God. That was crazy. Bro, even like the smallest crazy. detail of like the uh, Clementine song, like when mm-hmm. when they first meet, Absolutely he sings insane. it. But like <gasps> when his memory insane. gets erased, he doesn't even know that song exists. Mm-hmm. This movie was crazy. Um, so and good. we got we gotta we gotta talk about the effects as well, cause I... while the plot was what carried really. Uh-huh. Um, the effects were such a big part of it. Like, the way they did the blurry effects on their faces whenever their memory was being erased. I know. Of that person. <gasps> that was crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know this uh, until I was looking at, like, the IMDb facts. But a lot of it was, like, practical effects and shit. Like, there wasn't yes. a lot of CGI involved. Yeah, and I also saw in, like, one of the facts was that a lot of, um, like, there's a scene mm. when it's still in his memory, but they're at the doctor's office when he's getting his, like, cons- like being consulted about his procedure, um, and you can clearly see yes, Joel yeah, sitting yeah, yeah. on a chair and his face is blurred, but then he's also standing up, and, like, that wasn't effects. He actually, like, moved behind actually, the camera. Yeah. yeah, like, it was him Hey, wait times. a minute. Yeah. Why'd you read the fun <laughs> facts for this movie? Huh? Why'd you read the fun facts for this movie? What do you mean? You weren't supposed to read them. I was supposed to give them to you. We were supposed to take turns. <laughs> I forgot. Um, I, I had already read them. I had already read them like um before you told me that like oh are we are you doing them or me and I was like uh-huh. I thought it was both. Okay, I won't mention it again. Don't mention <laughs> the fun facts because I got a I segment won't. for that. Okay, I didn't I'll, read the it follows. I'll, I'll act facts. surprised whenever you. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. You bitch. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, a lot of a lot of it was like practical effects and stuff, which is really cool. Um, yeah, that's. But yeah, oh, you know what I wrote down? Because this was my what? second time watching this, I was trying to like look for more things or whatever. And what I thought was really interesting is in the beginning when he's at the beach and they like see each other, like mm-hmm. at the beach or whatever. Um, when they're at the beach, he says, maybe I should meet someone new. And as he's saying that, he's looking directly at Clementine. And I just mm-hmm. think, like, how fucking ironic. Because she's That's not crazy. someone new. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. it. it's the small details like that that, like, really, like, pulls the plot together. Mm-hmm. It makes it good. God, what a good movie. I love it so much. Yeah. And also, there's something I want to mention that I actually did not understand about the movie. 
Um, I don't know what year this movie takes place. 2004. Because I swear, I don't know if it was just my eyes, but I thought that when Mary's looking for her file at the doctor's office, mm-hmm. her, I thought her file said October 2022. Oh, what? Girl, you're tripping. <laughs> so it said 2002? It said 2002. At the very beginning, okay. Joel says it's 2004. Oh my god. He then, says okay. like Valentine's Day 2004 and then like later on okay. in his memories they mention it's 2003 and that's supposed to be like another hint that Okay, then I'm just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. I was definitely not paying attention to those years because I was so freaking mind fucked about the fact that they had they had memory erasing shit yeah. in that time. So I was like, this movie is set in the future because this can't be. No. I was like, this this can't be like, mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, two thousand four. But yeah, um, that was crazy. Can we talk about the cast for a second? Because. Even though it was mm-hmm. my second time watching this, I still, like, did a double take. <laughs> yeah. Seeing oh. the cast. Yes. The... Especially, um... I was very shocked by Kirsten Dunst being in I know, movie. right? <laughs> um, and fucking Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. I know. Yes. I know. Um, yeah. Also, David Cross was in there for, like, uh, a smidge. A yeah. Minute. Um... Yeah, uh, I think those were the ones that surprised me the most. Um, Kate Winslet, uh, I recognized her immediately, of along course, with Jim yes. Carrey, um, our main characters. But then when those showed up, I was like, what are y'all doing here? <laughs> yeah, like, the main characters, it's whatever, because, like, you know, like, you know they're gonna be there. Mm-hmm. But then, like, jump scare Elijah Wood in, like... <laughs> the first yeah. like 20 minutes <laughs> jump scare mark mm-hmm. ruffalo <laughs> like yeah they did great too but yeah what a yeah. cast solid cast no the cat yeah the cast is great um we gotta see who in the crew was um <laughs> who was to thank for that who was the casting director <laughs> for real yeah 100 percent Oh, yes. man. And I've never, um, going into the crew aspect, I've never, I don't think, have I seen another movie by the, this director, um, who directed this movie? It was Michael Gondry. Mm. Um, I don't have think I, I ever have. seen. I don't think so either. He does movies and TV shows, apparently. Oh, um, wow. But, yeah, uh... From what I can see, I have never seen another thing by him. And I thought that was really cool because this movie, I thought, was very original. I Of course, you see a lot of movies yeah. that have that, um, that like, time play thing where, like, the ending is actually the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of movies do that. But this, with, like, the memory erasing and being so specific, such a specific plot, I had never seen anything yeah. similar. So... I now know why. It's literally by a director that I have never seen anything else like made <laughs> makes, by him. Makes sense. <laughs> you know what, though? When I was makes looking, a lot of sense, yeah. When I was looking on Letterboxd, a lot of people were talking about the writer. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've never seen anything else by him. Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. 
Um, okay. A lot of, a lot, I mean, everybody was giving him praise. So I'm assuming he's a really good, talented writer, screenwriter, yeah. because a lot of people were giving him pra- praise in, on Letterboxd. So now I might see more of his stuff. I've <laughs> never seen anything written by him. I want... Like, Eternal Sunshine is really the first movie. What's interesting, though, is I went to go see, like, what else he's written, and, like, half of the stuff that he's written is already on my watch list. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it kind of, it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I definitely want to see more things by uh, the director and writer now because of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was... But yeah, the ratings on Letterbox gotta say they they live up to it because oh hundred percent they a hundred percent this movie has an average rating on Letterbox of four point two, and um yeah it's it deserves it it really does deserved hundred percent yeah yeah um was there anything I mean I was gonna say, was there anything that like you didn't like about the movie um. I I don't think so. I don't think there was anything I didn't like about the movie. I think in the beginning, I was a little confused. And um, so, uh, you know, when you're confused about what's going on, you kind of, yeah. like, get a little, like, unmotivated. But it didn't last long because they really catch you up immediately. So, um so yeah, I think that's just like a con of going into a movie blindside. Like I did, I didn't know anything about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it had been on my watch list for so long, but there was nothing I didn't like about the movie. Everything was good. I loved the, the acting, the casting of the movie, um, the effects, the storytelling. The storytelling was so good, like the way they, um, the way they wrote the characters too. Yeah. I enjoyed knowing about Joel's past and how, like, how it really, um, affects, like, his, his present. Yeah. 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 The childhood scenes were so funny. Oh, that were, cr- <laughs> they were, they were really funny, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I love the voiceovers that they did. Like, I like that they kept <laughs> oh their God. voices. Uh-huh. And he was, he was, like, he was, like, adult size, but, like, shrunken down. I know. So he was, like, a kid. I was, like, what the hell? Um, that's so weird. Yeah, it was really oh funny. God. Oh, my God, that scene with the bird. That was so sad. I know. It wasn't sad, like, like, in a... How do I say it? It was sad, like, in an awe way. Like, oh, it's a kid. I like, know, he's like, a kid, and they just made know, him like, do that. Bullied into <laughs> killing a bird. Like, what the they hell? Just, yeah, they bullied him into killing a bird. And then that little girl um, who is, like, in his memory is Clementine. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, that was so... That was crazy. That was messed up, honestly. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Do we do we have anything else to say about this movie? Um, I feel like in my notes I have way more. Um, but I gotta be honest with you, it was mostly about fucking Mary and <laughs> Harold. It's a crazy and, and situation. The fucking, yeah. Uh. Yeah, and also you remember in the beginning, um, when. This is, I think. After 
they after he comes back from the beach or something mm-hmm. uh and he's like picking his mail up in the front and that neighbor like stops him and stuff yeah um well before he goes inside there's like a white van that's following him and it says like oh he's right there and stuff isn't uh, that the van that the people from the procedure used and yeah. like you can see it in the end yeah like <laughs> like they never made that connection at the end in the timeline but i noticed that that was this that it's them yeah that was a uh, elijah wood and mark ruffalo i think yeah yeah but they um yeah i just mean that like in the movie they don't mention that you know it's mm. the van that you see in the beginning but you can make that um you connection. can make that connection yeah yeah so yeah i thought that was pretty crazy <laughs> pretty crazy oh my god but it was it was really crazy the way it connected in the end because of when they're at the beach house and she says go to montauk oh my god i and, know and then he wakes up he's at the train station and he just mm. suddenly decides to take a train to montauk it yeah. wasn't sudden it was him remembering her and it was fucked up <laughs> i'm curious to know why she went to montauk you know what i mean yeah, that's something they never mention. Um and also they she does um she does kind of hint that she's is there a lot or maybe she was from there in her childhood because yeah. she said that at the beach house um that people live there and she knew that they wouldn't be there at the time, yeah. you know, the night they went. So like she watches them a lot, she goes there a lot, but why? <laughs> you but know why? Yeah. I mean why? her her and Joel two have been there multiple times as well Mm -hmm. um but yeah it makes me curious if like like why i mean her whole thing is that she's an impulsive person but like it Mm -hmm. it makes me curious why she decided to go that day that particular time at the same time as joel you know what i mean yeah i mean i guess it's like fate or something is what you could leave it up I to. I guess it really is. The movie, what it's trying to tell you is that even yeah. though they didn't connect, even though she hears the cassette of him talking badly about her, he hears hers, like, they still stay together. Yeah. And then history will still fucking repeat itself. But yeah. they'll still end up together at some point. Like, it was, it really was fate what this movie was trying to, mm-hmm. like, hint at. It, it went very in the it went in like the science aspect with the sorry it went in the science like route with the um like memory erasing yeah but it also kind was kind of very like spiritualistic with the fate and stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was good it was very good i (laughs) gave it a four out of five stars on letterboxd um I think that's a really good rating, in my opinion. I don't really give many movies five stars, and that's just not mm-hmm. that's not me trying to be an asshole or anything. I just really, <laughs> I just really like, I I don't know. I forget that the the fifth star is there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't use it much. No, I but gave this it, movie was really I, good. Yeah. I think I gave it a four and a half. Yeah, yeah, um, 
maybe maybe my second time around watching i would give it a four and a half yeah like, there's um there's just some things you miss when your first time watching a movie um especially one like this one where it's just, just so much going going on at mm-hmm. the same time yeah um so i feel my second time around i'd give it a higher rating i'd probably like dig deeper in understanding it um, yeah because so, the yeah. first time i gave it a four but this second yeah. time around watching <laughs> it i gave it a five and a half yeah you get it you get yeah, it i get it, I get it. <laughs> especially after reading all the fun facts i was like okay this just became like 10 times better oh my god like <laughs> like lay it on me bro i need to know these fun facts that you got <laughs> i hate you so much Okay. <laughs> oh god oh, oh i just hit my head on the side of this fucking closet <laughs> Bro, I don't know if you want to include this, but um, if anyone wants to know my layout, I'm literally in a closet because <laughs> because um the room that I'm in uh the AC is really loud and it's so big that it's it like echoes, so I'm in a closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we get yeah. into the fun facts, I want to know how do you feel about the mind razor thing? Like, would you would you do it? Um. Shit, yeah. <laughs> there's just some things I don't want to... <laughs> yeah. um, there's just some, there's some things I don't want to remember, bro. Uh-huh. But at the same time, uh, the movie, what it was really trying to tell you was, was that everything, like, fucking comes back. Yeah. Like, there is no... There's no... Um, Escape. Like, absolute way to erase anything from your, from your mind. Yeah. Like... Mary and the doctor, like, they erased it. It lasted maybe two years of her not knowing, but it came back. And yeah. now she knows. And, and like, Clementine and Joel, they literally, their history repeated, like, instantly. Um, but, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably do it, but I know. <laughs> I know the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'd do it. Yeah? It, it depends, I think. Why not? I don't know. I think I... I don't know. You want to keep your memories, even even some of the bad ones. Yeah. Yeah. Those... Like, they... Yeah, there, there's a learning aspect to everything. Exactly, yeah. It's like, if I so, forget those yeah, memories, I... then I wouldn't have learned anything. Yeah, and if you... Yeah, and you'd probably and make the same mistake again. That's why they'd be making the same mistake. Exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're understanding a lot from this movie. There's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this damn movie. All right, so. This damn movie. Let me let me dive into the fun facts here. I picked out mm-hmm. four fun facts for mm. you. Because we said three to five, um, so okay. I did four. <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you get them from? IMDb. <laughs> of course, obviously. That's where you get all of them from. So the first one is when Joel is in his head and is visiting his session of the erasing process, no special effects were used to show the Joels in the scene. Jim Carrey had to take off his hat and jacket when he was not in the shot and had to quickly sit down in the chair and vice versa when he has... That's fucking crazy, bro. I can't. (laughs) I can't. Yeah. That's that's insane. It's like how... 
Like, how do you... There's no fucking... Like, you hear that a lot of... um. I think I've seen it in another movie where actors did the same thing. But that scene was so quick. It seems, exactly. like, almost impossible yeah. for that to be, like, actually <laughs> possible. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Um, The next one I have is... Virtually all of the most bizarre and fascinating scenes in this movie were created with an old-fashioned camera, editing, lighting, and prop and set tricks. The use of digital effects were very limited, and including the kitchen scene where, like, he's a kid, um, wasn't digital effects. He was like, no fucking way. The <laughs> kitchen scene basically was like a setup similar. Oh, what's it called? It says an elaborate force perspective setup. So, what the fuck? So it's like they make the set bigger, like. I guess so. Yeah. Kind of. And like um. Or like it's kind of like a depth, like perception kind of trick. Yeah, I think with it's your more, eyes. more of like a depth perception thing. Oh, that's crazy! I did not fucking think that was, uh, it, like you know I know that's possible, but I. I wouldn't think that they'd do that in a fucking movie. Exactly, like, it looks like... Because, you know, like, effects fucking exist. Like, why oh, do exactly. they... Exactly! <laughs> that's why it makes the movie, like, ten times better. Because oh. of things like that. Like, the fact that they, like, put in the effort to do that is so fucking mm-hmm. cool. So, yeah. That's crazy. Next. Um, I don't know if you noticed this. When watching oh it, God. I noticed it my second time watching it. I never noticed it oh the first God. time. But in the opening scene, when Joel visits Montauk, um, when walking by the house where he and Clem agreed to meet in Montauk in his dreams, you can hear um, their conversation. Like, it, like really, what? really, like, vaguely... Like in the There's distance, no but you can hear their conversation. I did not know. I didn't fucking hear that. I didn't hear it the first time I watched it, That's but the crazy. second time I was like, "Wait, there's whispering in the background. What's that about?" And then oh my god, I fucking looked up the facts, and it, there was there. But yeah, that's really fucking cool. <laughs> that. That's fucking insane. There's so much attention to detail in this movie. Exactly, dude! You really need to watch it more than once, because I did not catch that. No, my next goal is to get Daisha to watch this movie, because I know she'd like it. (laughs) And then it would be be your third time, my second. Uh But yeah, we gotta watch it. Yeah. Um, The last one, which I think was... I thought this was just like a, a funny, cute thing. Um, the scene where Joel and Clementine watch the circus, I don't know if you remember which scene I'm talking about. It's like the elephants are in the street and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the circus or whatever was made up on the spot. Like the crew <laughs> was nearby and there was an actual circus. <gasps> so the director no. decided like to go and film while the circus was happening that's fucking Um, crazy (laughs) and the part where clementine disappears suddenly um is one of like the director's favorite moments because jim carrey didn't know kate winslet was gonna disappear and he liked (laughs) oh my god he liked jim carrey's face because like he looked so sad 
Um, and uh-huh. the sound the sound blanks out, but Jim Carrey's actually saying Kate instead of Clementine when like looking Oh my god. Um, so yeah. And also in that scene because they were in public and because it was like, you know, a impulsive decision to go film there, there was like paparazzi mm-hmm. or whatever, and you can hear them calling out for Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet as they oh. <laughs> uh, I definitely yeah. did not catch that. I didn't catch it either. I had to like go back and watch oh the scene God. and hear it. Oh, speaking of that scene, why the fuck was that car like flipped like in the back, like behind Clementine? What do you mean? The the you know like there's like a car that crashes behind her. Oh. Well, that's like that's like him like the memories like fading out and stuff like that and his mind losing all the memories. That's like that's like when they're in the <laughs> beach house and the house starts to like fucking break down. Yeah, I guess. It was just very sudden. Um Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I think but, I think yeah. it's also just like to remind the audience that this like is a memory. Like we're inside Joel's yeah. mind. Yeah, you can you can <laughs> you if you didn't know, you can clearly realize that it's a memory by yeah. that fucking car just coming out of nowhere <laughs> and then them like not even reacting. Yeah. They just keep going. <laughs> it's a mini jump scare. <laughs> a mini jump scare. But yeah, those are all the fun facts I wrote down. It's crazy. Um I wanted to read some of my favorite letterbox reviews <laughs> oh yeah go ahead because <laughs> <laughs> i thought they were really i liked funny. a few too the very first review that's on there is this also happened when i dyed my hair and i thought that was really <laughs> funny <laughs> um hold on let me make sure i go to the ones that i've liked um it says if you're looking for a good date night rom-com <laughs> Ah, yes, my favorite genre of film, pain. Yeah. (laughs) Clementine Krasinski walked so Ramona Flowers could run. That's crazy. Imagine ever wanting to erase Kate Winslet from your memory. Can't relate. Can't relate. (laughs) And that's that's all the ones I liked. Did you like some? Yes, I liked one, two, three, like six. Okay, read them out, read them out. Okay. Three of them? <laughs> okay, two of them were quotes because I'm just a sad bitch. And the then quotes are good one in this of movie. Yes, the quotes are fucking amazing in this movie. And then another one was like fucking song lyrics that related to the movie. Someone put them in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, the first one that I liked was a quote from the movie. It was like, why do I fall in love with every woman I see that shows me <laughs> at least a bit of attention? Yes. Of course, the quote that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> it really hits you. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it really does. Um, there's another <laughs> uh, um, review. It says, what a loss to spend that much time with someone only to find out she's a stranger. That was a and good that quote. that fucking hurt. <laughs> that, <laughs> that hurt. hurt. <laughs> yes. Um, another one was actually... This is a bit long. I might. I'm not gonna say any all of it okay. because, it's up. It's this person who wrote, a memory he had, um, and I guess it related to the movie, um, because, the movie talks about a lot of 
sentimental things to someone like personal because when joel is trying to like not get his memory erased Mm -hmm. he really tries to hold on by looking for memories that no one knows about right or that clementine didn't know about and (laughs) this person he wrote a very emotional memory um yeah about i think it's about his first girlfriend in high school and how whenever he drove to her house and he left in the middle of the night he always went to a mcdonald's like parking lot and he had a chocolate milkshake every time Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) he says at the end it seems the memories we think we'll hold on to forever are always the quickest to fade and the ones we find insignificant are the ones replaying in the back in the back of our minds for years regardless they all play a part in writing your story even if they thread themselves in the empty spaces between the letters my god this guy is a fucking poet this guy (laughs) yeah fucking david man (laughs) david that's his name yes fucking david David, man um yeah if you if you ever listen to this episode which i highly doubt but um i really liked your review and i gave it a like um this also this other review sorry um this other review it has the lyrics to um a lord song Mm -hmm. it says this dream isn't feeling sweet we're reeling through the midnight streets and i've never felt more alone it feels so scary getting old oh i know that song of course we all know this song (laughs) um (laughs) we all know that song um but yeah i really liked it because i mean the song it really hits with the movie Mm -hmm. it really does um Oh, this one, um, this one's so depressing. (laughs) Uh, The the one one by David wasn't? (laughs) Well, yeah, the one by David was, it was depressing, but it was beautiful. This one's just depressing. Oh, damn. This one, it says, if love is a drug, a breakup is like an abstinence syndrome. You want it even more when it's gone. And even though the memory of it fucking hurts, it's hard to move on. Because that pain reminds you the joy you felt was real. And since we're talking about drugs, this movie is my heroine. How are you going to say that and then drop in a joke at the end? I can't. I know. Like, why Why would you do that? Why? Um, oh, and the last one, I promise, last review. I just really like, like, long ones. Uh. Um. It says, also, remember, love is dead and always has been. Nothing matters, and we're all going to die anyways. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Love that. Love that. That's the yes. best one. I'm glad we all, we, we both picked, like, different reviews to like. I know, me too. <laughs> yes, brings a lot to the table. It does. Yeah. Oh, my God. Man, letterbox but, reviews are just yeah. amazing, though. <laughs> They're real. They're so great. Like I will not be looking for reviews at a pro- at a professional website written by like actual, no. <laughs> actual like people who rate movies. No, I'm gonna go to Letterbox and I'm gonna read a review written by a 13 year old, and exactly. it's gonna hurt. <laughs> it's gonna hurt. And it's gonna hurt. All it's right. gonna hurt. I think. I think that's. I think that's about it for this episode, huh? Yeah, I think. Uh, what's our final think, ratings? Yeah. What's our final rating? Um. Yeah, my final rating for this movie was a four. Um, I feel like if I saw it again, it would be a little higher, a four and a half, maybe even a five. Um, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Mine is a four and a half. Maybe if I watch it 
a third time, it'll bump up to a, a five. Did I say five and a half? Yeah, I meant probably. four and a half. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what I said. But, <laughs> um, yeah, this movie was great. Um, I like how I just noticed the genre is like drama, romance, and science fiction. Uh, mm. they just dropped the science fiction. In I know. There. <laughs> um, it, it did have it. I mean, mm. it did, but it was, it was minimal, but it was there. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I guess that concludes our episode. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Thank y'all for <laughs> sticking around. <laughs> all right. That is all for this week's episode of Five Star Reviews. If you enjoyed and want to stick around for more episodes, then make sure to follow us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you really love us, you'll leave a rating on how wonderful we are. We also want to hear your thoughts on the episode, so email us at fsrpodcastofficial at gmail.com or leave a message at anchor.fm slash five-star reviews. We also have a Twitter and Instagram, so just look us up at FSRPodOfficial and DM us there. See you all in the next episode.